0: Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, versatile Live Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen,
1: here's Matt Mosley. Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, shout out to everybody kind of moving around the state of Texas, going to high school games right now. We have a car full headed to, I believe, Burleson uh tom and his crew coach tusa and the gang ryan may be with them now, i thought ryan may be doing his own thing tonight but uh they are headed to college station as we speak so shout out coach tusa can you hear me can you hear me from you know the, on the way to college station what time is it 402 they're probably not there yet they're probably gonna get into town get something to eat coach tusa that's what he i i'd I like to think that coach tusa Plans his afternoons around listening to the Mosley show. I don't think that probably happens, but I'm still going to kind of imagine that that's the way it goes. Great high school action tonight. Huge show plan for you. Curtis Quillen at 420 with the Chillin' with Quillen. Channel 6, of course, the sports director. At 5 o'clock, something really cool. Um, a, a new book. And we had a preview of this, Aaron. You remember, like a year ago or something. And and now the book's finally coming out. And I say finally, they. You know, I think it's a normal uh, timing <clears throat> for the book. But at five o'clock, the author of uh, the co-author of the book "Hole in the Roof," which is about the Merkison family and just the the whole founding of Texas Stadium, how iconic that was. And there are some stories, even the way this book begins, that will kind of shock you. There's some things that, uh, that, that we'll find out and we'll talk to, uh, to Michael Granberry about. Michael's a great guy, fun dude. Um, in fact, Aaron, he's longtime friends with Bill Walton. He used to cover when the Clippers were in San Diego, I think Bill Walton was on the team at some point. And somehow, Michael Granberry, he's kind of the Forrest Gump of, uh, of, of sports writers and writers in general. He's been everywhere. He's friends with, uh, oh, my gosh, you know, any kind of rocker that you can imagine over the years. Knows the, oh, uh, the, who, who are our friends, Aaron, that were in the bottle rockets from the, uh, from you know, for all the Dallas people. Owen, you know, Owen and Luke and that whole gang. Wilson. The uh, actors, he knows that whole family really well. So uh Michael is an interesting guy, and he'll join us at five o'clock. And just in a few minutes, we are gonna check in with our crew, uh, Tom Nesbitt, Brian Fonville, who are headed to uh to cover that Crawford Toller game this evening. The game's gonna be up in Burleson, and it's gonna be a uh Gonna be a nice crowd for that one. And so, as we like to say, last one in Crawford, turn out the lights. Now, of course, we'll be throughout the day, China Spring. We'll be cut we'll be talking about Mart. Uh, a lot of our schools that are still out there. In fact, I was earlier today, I was kind of trying to get my I got a big night of football watching because I'm gonna watch uh, I'm gonna have one my iPad on the nfhs Uh, i know abbott is on there i was looking at some of the schools that i might have access to watch some of the different high school games and so i'll be kind of keeping up with some of our central texas teams via the nfhs uh subscription service that i pay for and then this morning aaron i paid i looked for the whatever you said the free peacock but like I kind of suspected, the free Peacock barely even gets your TV to turn on. You know, you've got to get the sports and all the soccer. And, Aaron, I thought – that's why I'm shocked you have not done that little premium whatever it is because there there's, appears to be a lot of soccer that's on Peacock. But um I am now uh on the Peacock channel, and uh, the reason I got involved was uh, – um the uh, the Bears in Gonzaga play tonight at seven o'clock. Now, Aaron, as only I could, when I joined this morning, I think my wife was wondering why. <laughs> Early this morning, I was watching Parks and Rec. <laughs> it's just they've got all the office and Parks and Rec and all those old NBC shows. I don't know where Friends is. I think Friends might have gone to HBO Max or something like that. But did. Um, these are uh, these are good shows. What else Aaron peacock wise do we do does it have to offer us? Um, oh, Aaron brought it up. Yellowstone, first four seasons of Yellowstone. Now if you have um, direct TV like I do, you can you're, I think the fifth season's going on right now. And in fact Kevin Costner here recently was in North Texas filming a, a scene at a courthouse. I don't know if that was for season five, six, whatever. Maybe maybe they had to kind of redo some things late in season five, but he was up on the square in a a, a a a town in North Texas called Venus. I think it's called. I think that's where he was. It was like an old courthouse that they had. So kind of a cool thing. And then Aaron, when we get Fonville on here in a second, we certainly need to. Oh, we got him. Okay, good, good. Um. We have uh, right now uh, joining us via, I believe, probably speakerphone. There in the car, our broadcasters. Oh, here I, I hear them now, headed down the road. Uh, Tom Nesbit, Brian Fonville. I know y'all have got one of the better statisticians in in the country uh, in the car with you. Uh, sound off, fellas. Where are we on the road? And do we? Do you know where you're thinking about eating? Uh, prior to the game, if I know Fonville, he is not going to want to. He's going to want to get to that press box and get everything set up. But uh, where where are you guys uh, headed for dinner? Do you have anything in mind?
2: Yeah, uh, Tom is always responsible for uh, picking our dinner destination, and he's picked out Roscoe's. right Roscoe's Smokehouse, and uh, Tom will probably get like some heavy brisket, and I'll get like a grilled chicken breast with some steamed broccoli, if, if that's even an option. <laughs> it's a disgrace. It's
1: a
3: disgrace,
4: mostly.
5: It's what we,
1: we have to deal with it. I can't believe it. But, it, you know, I saw one of you all Shred Day videos from Central National Bank the other day, and there was Fonville out having to show off. We all know he's in good shape and that he can run, and he was, like, challenging people to sprints. And, and some poor guy took him on that was wearing boots. And I just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, Fondable, let's, let's pick on somebody that's actually in tennis shoes. And honestly, Veronica, uh, I, I, thought, I thought Veronica actually showed some pretty decent athleticism when she raced you, although she did fall down right out of the block, which is a problem. Like, I, if I were the one, like, putting that video together and I fell down, I would be saying, hey, can you edit that out? But she's a good sport. And V, as we like to call her, she just uh, she rolled right with the punches. All right, guys, um, let's get our game faces on. This is uh, – and I, I know you all got to hear Coach Jacobs on. And, boy, we were I was bragging on you all yesterday. Uh, I got to hear a little excerpt from your pregame show. Uh, for tonight and I I really thought Tom uh, or maybe it was Brian I thought one of you guys was trying to draw him off sides a little bit on the officiating y'all leave coach Jacobs alone Uh, I think the I think the issue in question was this new point of emphasis where outside and Tom you can speak to this outside the tackle box if a defender comes in and hits you below the waist, it's called it's a blocking penalty on the defense. And I guess uh, in that forty-one to three victory for Crawford, did they call that a time or two?
3: Yeah, they did. And you know those things kind of things just necessarily happen away from the play. I I didn't see it. I didn't see it happen. So and uh but Jacobs did not seem to believe that 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 was a righteous call. But uh he you know he was pretty diplomatic when you're right it was Bonville trying to you know he he (laughs) finds the most sneaky tricky ways to get a a coach to try to criticize the refs on the air, you know
1: Talking to the Crawford broadcast team as they head off tonight. And uh, Toler and Crawford getting it on this evening. Now, I'm sure uh, all three of you guys, as you're sitting there, have kind of looked back a little bit at what happened last season. I believe the score was 19-7 to 7 when, they, when they met up in last year's playoffs. Now, you guys were doing those games. The the name that y'all brought up, I think his name was Peyton, Peyton somebody uh, from uh, for Toller who has run for something like I heard Tom talking about this, twenty six hundred yards this year, and I can't even remember how how many touchdowns. Um, Brian, how how big of a point of emphasis is that? And I heard Coach talking about how they can still do some things on the out on the perimeter. But now this is a big-time running back, and I think he's only a sophomore.
2: Yeah, you're right. And, uh, Matt, the touchdown number, it's only 48 touchdowns on a
6: season.
2: (laughs) You can wrap your your mind around how many touchdowns that is. But, yeah, Peyton Brown, sophomore. You know, uh, when we talked to Jacobs when they played last year, it felt like they did a pretty good job of containing him. But he also made the comment, he said, you know, he's grown up. And, uh, you know, they're going to have their hands full trying to limit him. You know, if they can bend but not break, keep, keep Toller out of the end zone, you know, they'll be doing well. And this is a de- – you know, we talked about the Crawford defense over these last couple of weeks, but all season long, you know, they, they're a pretty stingy group. They don't give up a lot of points. And, uh, you know, so it, it's going to be strength on strength tonight.
1: Well, I like that. Uh, and that's going to be fun. And, boy, high school games all over. Um, Central Texas, of course, into College Station tonight. Uh, I was looking, by the way, guys, to kind of see what Mart had done in the playoffs and, and even this season. And literally they've only had one game. I think that's tough for teams like Crawford and Mart that have blown a lot of people away. I guess the good thing for Crawford, correct me if I'm wrong, not last week – was it two weeks ago, or they really got challenged in a game? Was it—I don't know if it's 27-14 or something. I—I I just know some of these teams have not been challenged in a long, long time. But I think Crawford did at least get challenged once in the playoffs, didn't they?
3: You know, Matt, they—they they did. They—they they faced a really good Coleman team, but and after Coleman scored on a long touchdown drive at the beginning of the game, Crawford really kind of handled them. Crawford got a heck of a test last week from Riesel. Riesel had, on their opening possession, 20-play, 11-and-a-half-minute drive to start the game. Crawford ran one offensive play total in the first quarter of that game, and the final ended up being 41-3, to three, but that was a much closer game than that score indicates. And so I think that's frankly a good thing, like you're saying, that they, they were tested yeah. last week by their district foe, Riesel.
1: That's almost kind of like what we were saying back in the Kevin Steele era at Baylor, is that it was a it was, we lost 41-3, but it was a lot closer than that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this is the inverse of that. Those games were 41-0 at half.
1: <laughs> oh man, I I asked Kevin Steele one time. I wonder, he was asked after one of those games they lost like 31-0 or whatever to New Mexico in Albuquerque, and uh, and they said. Kevin, where do you go from here? And he just he just deadpanned. He said, home. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it, it's fun. I, I'm really looking forward to this tonight. And uh, Breck Chambers, I mean, a guy who, I mean, I, I guess that's why I've been hearing about him forever, because he's been a starter since he was a freshman. But much like this young man that we were just talking about from Toler, Um, This is a do-everything player. I think in that game last week, didn't he have like a, was it a 73 or 78-yard touchdown? Or or there was one connection. I know I heard y'all talking about Walker in the game. Like Who, other than Breck, who who are kind of the, the playmakers right now for this Crawford team?
2: Yeah, Matt. Uh, Cameron Walker was the other name you were mentioning, and then Crawford. I think really the X factor on Crawford's offense is the playmaking ability of senior quarterback Luke Torbert. Luke got injured yeah. in last season. Luke was injured last season. Uh, they didn't have him or Breck Chambers when they went up against Marlin in the fourth or third round. Um, but he, when he's one of those guys where if the play breaks down, he can make something happen with his legs. He told us uh, – we got to interview him the other week. He, he's run a 4.49. He's been clocked in terms of – so he's got breakaway speed, and uh, I think he's going to be the X Factor tonight.
1: All right, guys. Uh, ask Terry Tacker to tell you some stories from his old SID days. Wonderful stories. And ask him just say, "Have you ever been mad at Mosley? Has there ever been a moment where you felt like raising your voice to Mosley?" And just see, just kind of see if he'll if he has any stories or anything comes to mind, even maybe from from recent weeks. All right, fellas, uh, you'll have a. Y'all have a great call. Now, where can we hear you tonight? I just want to make sure we tell everybody where they can hear the Crawford game because, of course, we have such a, a great uh, family of stations.
3: 104.9 FM, 6.30 pregame, 7 o'clock kickoff. This will be a dynamite football game. Uh, Toler, had some, some ranking systems have them as the number one team in Class 2A Division One. This is a battle of Goliaths tonight.
1: Oh, man. Spoken like a true courtroom brawler. That is Tom Nesbitt. And uh, and uh, Brian Fonville, Terry Tacker, on the stats this evening, making their way to Burleson for the big game. You guys, have a great evening, and uh, we'll talk to you soon.
2: Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt.
1: There they go. All right, off into the sunset. Hopefully they're still listening to us. Our signal goes really long on a cloudy day. Like today, I think it can bounce around the clouds and really take them all the way to Burleson. Uh, okay. It is time for a very popular weekly segment
7: that we have. It's chilling with Quillen sports director of channel six, Curtis Quillen. He joins us next game time weekdays at 7am on ESPN, central Texas.
8: Hi, everyone. Brian Reese here, general manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
9: Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949
7: because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Lion
10: Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations. Plus, you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com.
2: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC.
0: There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays. $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday. Discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays. two fifty dollars domestics on Thursday, Thursday. And $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco.
11: A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
5: I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt.
11: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
10: You have access to anything, but none of it worked.
11: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet arch supports. Let me tell you something. They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to... Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet store. Sign up for your free fitting at Goodfeet.com.
9: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. I'm Ward White watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Baylor football making some changes ahead of the bowl game. Defensive coordinator Ron Roberts and safeties coach Ronnie Wheat are gone. No word on who will call the defense for the upcoming bowl game for the Bears. Big 12 championship tomorrow TCU and Kansas State at AT&T Stadium. 11 a.m. kickoff. UMHB back home for round three of the Division I playoffs hosting Bethel University. 1130 pregame and a noon kickoff. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor volleyball versus Rice in the NCAA NCAA tournament tonight, 7 o'clock in the Ferrell Center. Baylor basketball tonight versus Gonzaga, tip at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Mark Panthers tonight versus Lovelady, pregame at 6.30 on 15.90 and 99.3 FM, and Crawford versus Toller, pregame at 6.30 on 104.9 FM.
7: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Ah! Now, time for chilling with Quillin on ESPN Central Texas. Man, I like that some old school, little old
1: school music right there. That's kind of when I was in high school. Curtis, uh, that music is not something he grew up with. Curtis Quillin, chilling with Quillin, joining us on the Matt Mosley show, getting ready for some really fun uh, high school football and what Channel Six. They do it right, and um, I just kind of love some of the some of the matchups. I love reading about them. Now we'll get to it, though, because uh, Curtis, we were just talking about Crawford versus Toler. Is they're getting it on at seven o'clock tonight from Burleson Stadium? But Curtis, how about that news yesterday that breaks during my show that um, the that Baylor's making uh, they fired their their defensive coordinator fired the safeties coach. I mean, I, I guess after seeing how quickly Dave Aranda moved on from his uh, some of those offensive coaches his first year, maybe we shouldn't be that surprised. But I have to say, for it to be his own his mentor and someone that close to him, um, I, I that, that's pretty interesting. What was your uh, what was your initial reaction? to hearing that uh, Dave Aranda had fired uh, his long-time mentor and defense coordinator, Ron Roberts.
12: Um, the Ron Roberts part of the announcement yesterday, I was going to make a bust-a-move reference, and then you went all <laughs> serious on me. Um, the Ron Roberts part of that news was very surprising to me, and I think it surprised a lot of people. You know, I looked at the numbers writing it up for KCENTV.com, um, they only allowed 25 more yards a game. They only allowed 8.3 more points per game defensively. Like, I don't think that's on the defensive coordinator. Something, there's a change that, and, and here's the thing Dave Aranda's is very good about acknowledging when he, when what they're doing is not working or not going to be sustainable. He sees something. I don't know if it's something that pops on film with, maybe robert's position that he coaches i don't know if it's something about the defensive play calling i don't know if it's um something in the way that college football is getting played a lot more people are going to be shifting more toward like you know a power spread or a kind of a baylor type wide zone or kind of a cross between the two offensive scheme over the next you know five years because the wide zone is like the next hot um, offensive scheme in college football. Um, he sees something. I'm not a football coach. Aranda has forgotten more about football than I'll ever know that, but the, the Ron Roberts part of the, of the news yesterday, definitely surprised me. And I think it's safe to say, it surprised a lot of people. i I, I am not an advocate for, I don't, I don't wish to fire anybody in coaching because you and I both know a lot of coaches, they pour their hearts into these jobs. And then sometimes it's just things happen. And so I don't wish for any coach to get fired, but of the two yesterday, the Ronnie wheat part of the news definitely made sense. I saw that and said, okay, I get that part. Special teams was abysmal for Baylor in 2022. Um, you know, they got out returned in on kickoffs in 2022. Uh, some, they actually had more, average punt return yards than their opponents per game in 2022, which was surprising to me. And then, you know, I mean, how many games did special teams miscues cost them? A missed PAT at BYU arguably cost them the game because if they make that PAT and everything in regulation happens the exact same way, we don't have an overtime in Provo. And so there's a lot of there's a lot of situations you point to with special teams this year and say that was bad. That was bad. Not all of them are the fault of the coordinator. But I think it's one of those where Randa's seeing a trend and seeing that it's not working. Also worth noting that of the staff changes he has elected to make as the head football coach at Baylor University, the, fire, you know, Jorge Muñoz was passing game coordinator in 2020, fired after the 2020 season, came from LSU with Aranda. Aranda and Ronnie Wheat also worked together at LSU. Aranda mm-hmm. and and Ron Roberts had worked together before. Roberts was a mentor to him. And so there are there's a, a couple of Roberts former players at Southeastern Louisiana on the staff. So there's I think there's a chance we're looking at more changes. I, I'm not saying that's purely speculative on my part, but it's something to watch. I think. Yeah.
1: But I mean, it's Aranda's defense. I mean, let's not. I mean, that's what he does. He's a he is a defensive guru, as we know. So it's really interesting that uh, the, the someone that he worked under. And, and had that kind of relationship with, that that's who he fires. It leads me to believe he. if you make a move like this, you better have somebody lined up. You better have somebody in mind. And quickly people start throwing out people that uh, he's been you know uh, connected to in the past, Gary Anderson, Jim Leonard, who's been the interim coach at Wisconsin. Uh, I mean, I, the crazy name was Gary Patterson. Not going to happen. I mean, Not I would love happen. it. That would be so much fun. But Gary Patterson, if he – I, I, you know, he may enjoy this consulting thing, or he may have one more uh, kind of a Mac Brown type one more shot at, 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 at being a head coach or something like that. But but uh, I don't think he's going to come be the uh, defense coordinator for Dave Aranda. So uh, any are you here? Are there any names that you've heard that resonate with you? Or uh, as we start to kind of put our list together and and look into this,
12: none. None whatsoever. I don't know where they're going to go from here because I, how, how do you replace the guy who taught the guy, right? Like what, what change do you make at that point? And so – and here's the other thing. And I was talking to you know, some friends in the know who kind of explained this to me. That program is loyal to itself, and you're not going to hear things get. – you're very seldom going to see things leak from the Baylor locker room. And that kind of tells me they're going to keep this quiet until there's a new hire in place. And I think that that's a, a program direction. I don't know if that's the right way to word it, but you kind of get what I'm saying there. And so watch, watch to see if there is chatter leading forward. I think if you see national reporters like Bruce Feldman, Sam Kahn, people like that reporting uh, Baylor's expected to hire x as defensive coordinator i think that's going to come from agents not from people inside the baylor locker room um because i you know yesterday when i saw when colt barber broke that news i texted the baylor sports information office and i was texting sources and it was crickets from sources and so that says volumes and then talking to other friends in the know at baylor and it's like look man that that program is very quiet it's kind of it's kind of This wasn't their descriptor, but it's the descriptor I'm going to use to summarize what they told me, kind of like the Vatican vote. You see smoke whenever there's a result. And it's for, uh, you know, in the Vatican's for a pope. Here it's a press release from the communications department because it is finally, okay, it's official. Let's tell everybody they're not going. This program isn't going to fuel speculation.
1: Well, they didn't and even so, confirm I, that this thing had happened. They didn't even confirm. Right. I mean, when people reached out, so uh, I, I don't. Uh, and, part uh, of, now again, and part of
12: that is why is what is what I'm talking about. It there mums the word until there's until it can't be.
1: Yeah. Well, it's uh, it'll be uh, fascinating, and, and what I'm wondering, Curtis, and I'm meant to reach out and find out about this, but they'll when the bowl announcements happen, and we start to find out on Sunday uh, where Baylor is, and right now they're being projected to possibly be in Phoenix or maybe um, uh, Memphis for the Liberty Bowl. Uh, generally, we get a press conference with the uh, the coaches, now that's going to be yep. interesting with with uh because what's our first question for uh aranda gonna be you know it's not gonna be like oh, what do you think about a trip to memphis you know it's like hey what about why'd you make this decision and it'll be really interesting to see what he has to say in the past they've done kind of zoom type stuff now that we're meeting in person and all that i hope that um i don't know how they'll do that because you know they do sometimes they kind of have the coaches together and stuff like that so it may be kind of a a zoom uh, situation that we're in. Talking to uh, Curtis Quillen of Channel Six on Chilling with Quillen. Uh, by the way, Curtis, have you? Uh, we, I know your ear has been to the ground as well. There, do you do you sense that it it's leaning either way on the uh, the Baylor Bowl game, or do you think this thing's still up in the air?
12: Um, I think it's down to. Um whichever one of the smaller DFW bowls, the big 12 is actually going to go through this year. I've seen the projection shift now from the armed forces Bowl in Fort Worth to the first responders bowl in Dallas. Um, today, uh, I think it's down to either the armed forces or first responders, whichever one it, dis- it goes to. And then Liberty and guaranteed rate. Um, personally, I'm hoping for either Liberty or guaranteed rate, because I think that that provides uh, one, a better experience selfishly for me. Um, and you know, I'm always, you know, me, man. I'm always going to root for my own self-interest uh, here. And uh, yeah. the, <laughs> I think, I think if I'm a player, I want. I think the experience is better going to a city like Memphis or a city like Phoenix than it is going to, you know, SMU yeah. or to TCU for a bowl game.
1: Yeah, the '91 team, they went to the Arizona Bowl or somewhere around Phoenix. And I think it was called the Copper Bowl back then, and they. <laughs> There's still stories about what they did to the hotel rooms. It did not go extremely well. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to get as much work from Lively. And, and boy, Lively and Nicole, both great workers. Don't get me wrong. But that would put him very close to his college campus and and some of his old college pals. So the Arizona thing, as his employer, would scare me. For me, I'm going to enjoy it because – Lively, and I'll probably be out on the golf course doing all that kind of stuff. So we'll have a big time. And you know, he and I are kind of—we have a kinship uh, because we kind of dress the same and all that good stuff. Um, Curtis, the uh, the uh, over on the uh, uh, the Baylor, we got the. Do you have Peacock? By the way, do you have your? Uh, do you get that since you're with NBC? Do you get a free Peacock subscription for being the sports director at NBC?
12: I have a free Peacock subscription. I do not get one as part of uh, as part of working at an NBC affiliate. We are actually not owned by NBC Universal. We're owned by Technicolor Broadcasting, and so uh, no no perks from NBC Uni there. Um, I I mean I'll, I'll have an eye on this game. I, I won't be streaming it on my phone. I'll be a little busy. I'm going uh, as soon as you and I get done here, I'm heading up to uh, McLean Stadium for uh, Harker Heights and DeSoto tonight, and so I'll be there mm. for a little bit, keeping an eye on this one. And then kind of relying on uh, Twitter for highlights tonight. It's just one of those new – I mean, I'm going to be – I'll tell you – I know you know this. If you don't like sports being on streaming apps, just get used to it. It's the future in sports broadcasting
1: yeah i think you're right and uh so i'll be uh i'll be paying attention uh to that okay that's interesting you're gonna be out there at Harker Heights. We had a game over there at uh waco i s d stadium today i believe at noon. And it was that four A taps state title, and and Fort Worth All Saints was getting it on with Fort Bend Christian Academy, I believe it was. So I've been, and we've got, uh, I've got some great friends who are part of that uh, All Fort Worth All Saints. Have you heard the score from over there? By the way,
12: Uh, I have not. You're gonna. If you go on to Twitter, you'll see what I spent my morning doing. I was officiating basketball this morning. It's tournament season. (laughs) Uh, I was at Academy this morning. I got done. I sat in the hospitality room, got some work done. And then uh, when the volleyball coach at Academy, who I've known for several years at this point, Allison Waits, walks in and goes, you're still here. And I look up and the the crew that took over for us was in the fourth quarter of their last game. I was like, oh, I'm almost (laughs) two crews in at this point. I got to go to my desk. (laughs) Um, so I've been out of, I've been out of, uh, kind of out, out in my own world for a little bit today and just, just slowly catching up, uh, before I head up here to McLean. But, um, I know that okay. the TAP state championships are kind of, you know, I'm not, nothing is the same as UIL. They run a remarkable show in Arlington, uh, but the TAP state championships are truly special, whether they're at Midway or Waco ISD. Um, and so. Uh, and there's a lot of competitive games there and there's a lot of really good football and so regardless of what that score was if there's games tomorrow go go buy a ticket it's well worth it
1: yeah yeah they were getting that thing on today at noon um, okay let's let's go through a couple of these games real quick mart 13 and 0 uh, versus love lady uh, we'll obviously have that one on. Uh, well, we got Baylor basketball tonight. It'll be on one of our family of networks. Uh, in fact, I think that's going to be ninety nine three, and that's of course uh, Tom Barfield will be on the call. Mart versus Lovely, Lovelady. Love uh, What do you What do you think of this one?
12: I, I think this one's mental for Lovelady, right? Because Mart's beat them and knocked them out of the playoffs two years in a row now. Uh, I want to say I heard, and this is in no way con- confirmed. I wasn't able to see if it was confirmed, but I think I had heard that this is Lovelady's first trip to the regional final. And so, you know, how much does Mark live in Lovelady's head? And I think it's all mental for Lovelady. And for Mark, it's kind of just, okay, they're going to throw everything they've got at you. Whether that get the win, move on to the semifinals next week. Um, and so Lively will be out there. He's headed down to College Station right now. Uh, he'll be live for us at six, and again after the game at ten o'clock. And then, uh, you know, we'll see uh, what winds up happening with Martin against either Granger or uh, Burton next week if they can get past Love Lady. I think, I think this one's all about weathering the storm uh, from from the Lions early, uh, knowing that they're going to throw the, everything at you and the kitchen sink uh, to try to get this win.
1: All right, Lively went straight from the MRI tube to uh, the Matt Mosley show the other day. So, man, the guy is putting in yeoman's work. So that's uh, always good, and I bet he's listening to us as he's driving. Uh, a couple of these other matchups, Crawford 13-0 and versus number 7, Toler, 13-0. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing about this time of year. There are no dogs out there. You know, it's it. These are player. These are teams that are going to get it on. And um, and again, even uh, that game was not. As, as the people I've talked to, you know, Riesel put up a fight, and the, the score didn't indicate that. But Riesel got off to a good start in that game. But I mean, at this point, Mart for the uh, Crawford has rolled over most of the field this year. Uh, how do you see number three Crawford versus number seven Toler playing out?
12: Uh, I think Toller is dangerous, man. Uh, look, I understand. Uh, I heard a stat from Chris Lancaster at Academy today that this Crawford senior class has not lost to Toller since it's been in high school. Here's my one my one th- message of caution. This Toller team is special. Uh, that running back, who is it, Peyton Brown, that they've got is yes. unreal. He's massive. He's a sophomore, and he can freaking... Go. Uh, that Toller team is very special. Uh, Coach M- Coach Mullins and I know each other decently well. Uh, his son Baylor was an All-American at UMHB on that 2016 national championship uh, run, and uh, he's now the defensive assistant down at Austin Westlake. But um, he was telling me, "Look, man, these kids are special. They're driven. They're hungry. They want to get to Arlington there, and so." Um, this is a team on the mission, and I think a team of destiny. That said, Crawford can very easily win this game, and I would look at it and say, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, look, this I, I think this is the best matchup of, featuring a Central Texas team tonight. I think this has a chance to be an instant classic uh, there in Burleson.
1: Wow. Wow. All right, and and then do you th- that makes me think you believe that China Spring is uh, is set up to roll over Anna? Uh, although Anna, very talented team, and I've kind of kept my eye on on that because I've got family from Anna. Uh, Thirteen and O this season. You think China Spring uh, should put it on them?
12: I don't think put it on them would be how I would describe it, but I I see China Spring by by two scores as very realistic. Look, Anna, again, another one of those teams of destiny, 13-0, and 0, like best season in school history. Like all of that is true for Anna, and it doesn't take away from them if it ends tonight, right? And they're kind of the same thing. They are like a team with nothing to lose, and those are the most dangerous ones to play. I think China Spring pretty much – I mean, that was that's kind of what they saw from Lake Worth last week. That was a remarkable, remarkable Lake Worth team, and China Spring just dominated it. Anna is better than Lake Worth, and I think that this is a two-score game at the end of the night, um, but it might be one of those where it's tied going into the fourth, and then Anna might just run out of gas at that point because they haven't been on this stage before, and China Spring was on it just last year.
1: Listen, I I, I apologize for interrupting whatever you wanted to say on Bust a Move. I would just like to say to you, Next day's function, high-class luncheon, food is served, and you're stone-cold munching. Music comes on, people start to dance, but then you ate so much you nearly split your pants. All right? Those words are still there. Those words are still in my head. Uh, So, Bust a Move, very very popular song back when I was in high school. Uh, and, and, And it sounds like you're familiar with Bust a Move as well.
12: A little bit. A
1: little bit, <laughs> not enough to do the do what I just did. Uh, all right, have a uh, have a tremendous evening, and uh, tell everybody hi out at uh, McLean Stadium, and uh, look forward to uh, seeing you soon. Oh, who's your pick, by the way? You've got uh, uh, you got TCU winning this thing tomorrow.
12: Give me TCU and a nail biter. I think that I think they're finding a way, and regardless of Will Howard being healthy and playing a full sixty minutes. I think TCU continues to just find a way to get it done. Give me TCU and a nail-biter.
1: All right, there he is. Thank you, Curtis. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great evening.
12: Thank you, Matt. We'll see you soon.
1: Chilling with Quillin, one of the uh, area's most popular segments, both on radio, Internet, wherever you uh, listen. Uh, very, very popular segment that we do each week. Also, uh, also a very popular It is time for Campus Confidential. What does Aaron have in store for us? That's next. Your leader in high school sports,
7: ESPN Central Texas. The
1: China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler
3: Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Bush's Chicken at China Springs, China Spring Country Store, and Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors.
13: China Spring Cougars are on their way to the state quarterfinals after a 41-7 win over Lake Worth. Once again, Coach, your defense set up some early scores with two interceptions in the first quarter.
6: We try to emphasize with those guys is we can't just be in a reactive mode and wait for the other team to make plays. You know, we need to go out there and play uh, high-quality football from the jump. So for us to have some success early on, obviously that feeds
13: into our overall game plan. Kyle Barton is normally your featured running back, but Jackson Battles also had a nice night running the football against Lake Worth. People ask about where
6: he fits in our offense. And as a valued team member, he is the Swiss Army Knife. He can line up at quarterback. He lines up the slot receiver. Uh, he has the ability to run the football like we saw last week. And then uh, he also comes in and is going to play some nickelback and
13: corner for us. At 12-1 and one this season, China Spring now has had three consecutive seasons of 10 or more wins. That's for the first time in school history, and that has to, has to be something special for the seniors to be a part of that.
6: It is. We've got two kids playing in their 44th football game uh, this Friday. The experience and uh, obviously the leadership that comes with it is, is invaluable.
13: I'm told there's a saying among coaches that there's no turkeys after Thanksgiving. This week, you face an undefeated team from Anna that averages about 475 yards per game, and most of that's through the air. Sounds like a major challenge for your defense.
6: They are a pass-oriented football team, and they're very skilled at the receiver position. So by us having eyes on receivers and being able to match with routes and Uh, using Greg Salazar at the tackle to get some pressure on the quarterback. I think those all kind of feed into our hands. ESPN Central Texas.
11: You'll find gifts for the whole family, jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 930 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaspringCountryStore.com.
9: Lockridge Priest has been providing HVAC, plumbing, and electrical services for over 50 years, serving all of Central Texas for your residential and commercial needs. This family-owned and operated company has skilled and knowledgeable technicians to help you with all your heating, AC, plumbing, and electrical needs. Hot season is here, and if you have issues with your AC, call Lockridge Priest at
7: 254-772-0670. That's 254-772-0670 or LockridgePriest.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at syntexsportsfan.com
9: Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
4: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services. Whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out, their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on
13: your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our priority. 292-8908. Your need is our priority.
7: It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It
1: is uh, time, and we've got all sorts of uh, huge games to get you ready for. All the uh, conference uh, championship games, championship Saturday is upon us. And a reminder that uh, Michael Granberry, who's written a really cool new book about uh, the Dallas Cowboys, is going to be on with us next, and you'll love this book because he goes back and looks at the Murkison family, and this is a fascinating book. I've already had a chance to read a couple of the uh, chapters. Very, very good, and uh, the book is released December 6th. Aaron Sexton, take it away, sir.
15: Even though the transfer portal doesn't officially open until Monday, there's lots of players entering and finding new destinations already, including lots of quarterbacks, of course. Baylor quarterback Kyron Drones entered the portal a few days ago. Today, Travis Brown reporting that Texas A&M quarterback Haynes King will enter the transfer portal. Also, Notre Dame quarterback Drew Pine, Boston College quarterback Phil Jerkovic, and the Virginia quarterback, who for some reason I didn't write his name down. But you get the hint. You get the picture. There's lots of quarterbacks entering the transfer portal, but the latest name to go in. Texas A&M quarterback, Haynes King.
1: All right, and Travis Brown is our official Aggie insider, so uh, we knew there would be some departures in Aggieland, and Haynes King uh, won the uh, starting job, and it is amazing how you can go from the next big thing and people can be excited about you to kind of yesterday's news, and it happens, Uh, especially happens in sports, and Haynes King is um, uh, he'll move on. And I think he is talented, but I think he will benefit from a change of scenery. Uh, You know, they have that Max... Aaron, who's that? Max Johnson or somebody? You know, he came in there Mm -hmm. and was the lefty out of LSU, and he may end up transferring as well. But uh, Connor Wegman uh, Wegman is their new, up-and-coming, exciting freshman quarterback, and he looked good. He moves around really well, and so I, I think uh, that is how they will move forward, and so best of luck to Haynes King, but I think um, uh, most of the Aggie fandom had kind of moved on from Haynes King, and now he will move on, and, and again, you never know. I mean, he, he could pop up somewhere else and end up being a tremendous college quarterback. It's just not going to happen at Texas A&M, and it's, it's, it's just the the way of college football. You can be a... A nice, you know, recruit that everybody's excited about. And then within a year, uh, everybody's moved on. And it's kind of an afterthought when you transfer. And that is, sadly, the way it is for Haynes King now transferring out of Texas A&M.
15: Two conference championship games tonight. The Conference USA Conference Championship game at 630. Features two Texas teams, North Texas and UT San Antonio. That'll be on CBS Sports Channel. And then at 7 o'clock on Fox, it's the Pac 12 conference championship game between number four USC and number 11 Utah. Of course, if USC wins that game, they will be in the college football playoffs.
1: You know, that's the one team that beat USC. So this is a rematch. Now, Aaron, just to kind of like go with the Pac-12 theme. Shouldn't they start that game at about 10 o'clock tonight?
15: (laughs) (laughs) They love that late window. Absolutely, they should.
1: Uh, 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 And that's what we're trying to get in the Big 12 is a good late window. All right, 11, have another game at 2.30, have a game at 6, and then have another game at about 8.30 or 9. Uh, The Big 12, that's why the Big 12 is trying to go west with Brett Yormark. But he's busy signing – Who's the latest thing? Branding people, or I mean, he's always hiring like new groups. I mean, there is no commissioner, and there's no conference that has more employees. I mean, or it's not even employees; they hire all these consultants. Aaron, in my next career, which might be sooner rather than later, <laughs> I uh, I'd like to come back as a consultant. All right, and just I'm just going to kind of go around. And what do you do? I'm a consultant. What do you consult? Everything. I just kind of consult. I mean, I have never seen a conference bring in more consultants, and I'm okay with it. Bring it up. Bring them all in. Get younger and hipper. I mean, I love the. I love the fact that hey, here, they're going to get younger and hipper. How? Well, how? Oh, Ashanti's going to do the national anthem. Well, first of all, I had to think about that. Aaron. and I can't remember. I, I, I know who. I see Rihanna. Who? Somebody's. Who's married to Russell? You know, there's somebody that we should know that's Mary Russell Sierra. but this is a Shanti. Can you remind me what she sings?
15: I cannot. <laughs> I uh,
1: I'm, right. I have a so song can in- that I can, yeah. you
15: know that's kind of I can kind of remember, but I can't remember the name yeah. of it.
1: Um, all right, put a ring on it. No, that's Beyonce. Beyonce, yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I know that. I just decided to throw that out there. Uh, Ashanti. I got to look up. I got to. I want to hear some Ashanti music because she's going to be doing the national anthem uh, right. before tomorrow's game. All right, a quick addition, but a really good addition. Uh, it is now time to speak to a noted author and a longtime buddy of mine from my my Dallas Morning News days, and he has a new book on the Dallas Cowboys. You are going to find this so fascinating. It's called Hole in the Roof. Michael Granberry is next.
11: Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. All-pro Zach Martin tells you about a plan for Sunday night's game against the Colts to salute Medal of Honor recipients. You'll hear from Martin after this.
7: it's not
8: complicated 5g requires compatible plan and device 5g may not be available in your area see att.com slash 5g for you for details
4: becky hammond on being the first woman to coach in the nba
11: what if it's no big deal that i'm a woman what if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label
4: it's not about where others say you should be it's about where you want to go
11: The 8-3 Cowboys host the 4-7-1 Colts this Sunday night, and it's not just the Salute to Service game, it's also My Cause, My Cleats, in which players and coaches wear logos and artwork on their shoes to bring recognition to worthy causes. The entire coaching staff and Cowboy offensive line will recognize Medal of Honor recipients, Zach Martin tells you why.
4: I think the big thing we talked about is they,
12: they carry the medal for the people that they served with, and it's not something that was awarded to them. It's something that they carry for their group that they went into, into war with. So to be able to be a
11: part of presenting them, just our cleats, is pretty cool. The National Medal of Honor Museum is currently under construction in Arlington, just a block away from the stadium. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales.
1: Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly, Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit
9: in Waco and at richardcar.com.
7: Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team, ESPN Central Texas.
15: Everyone at Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac, loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps' Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for you to participate. Toys for Tots is an annual campaign that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas.
16: Now through December 9th, listeners of this radio station are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy for Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac and drop it in the bed of the 2023 GMC Sierra Crew Cab pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas.
15: Also, if you purchase an in-stock new or pre-owned vehicle from the dealership, Richard Carr will purchase $100 worth of toys in your name for the Marines to distribute.
16: Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC
11: Cadillac, 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive Exit in Waco. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
7: I was always active. No
13: knee pain.
7: And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
11: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors.
7: I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store.
11: See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting, or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
9: Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
3: Republic Gun Club is the premier indoor gun range in Central Texas, with 19 lanes up to 100 yards for you to sight in your new deer rifle. We have a huge selection of firearms, firearm accessories, and ammunition. Plus, avoid buyer's remorse with our Love Your Gun guarantee. We also have a full-time gunsmith and skilled trainers. Republic Gun Club can also host your next party or corporate event. Stop by and see why Republic Gun Club is your home in the range.
7: The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank
2: in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC.
17: Howdy, Chuck Garner here,
1: professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming
0: freely
8: in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you
13: know the signs.
8: There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or
17: even
10: a bear yourself, Join me and let's find some bears in the wild.
11: Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni.
8: Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
7: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
0: Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, VersaLive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now,
1: here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, getting you ready for, oh man, huge day of college football tomorrow, high school football tonight, and then Baylor and Gonzaga getting it on uh, this evening on Peacock. And Michael Granberry joining us now, Uh, my longtime great friend from my Dallas Morning News days, and Michael still with the Dallas Morning News, and now, Michael, I thought I, it's so it was funny, I was reading something about you, and it said his his first book I mean the the all these different things you've done, I guess you were just so busy writing all these newspaper stories. It's hard for me to believe that you haven't written like ten books already, but uh congratulations this um uh, your new book, which I'll give the title and let people know how to get it uh, but it 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 is released. Just in the next few days, I believe I was uh, December 6th, so uh, congratulations and and welcome to the show.
16: Thank you so much, Matt. And as you know, you are in the book. There's a great story about Matt Mosley that Matt Mosley told me that is in the book. So for anybody who gets it, look in the index, find out where you can read the Matt Mosley story, and you will love it. It's one of the best ones in the book
1: wow all right uh and, and i think and you, you know even mentioned yeah you know what
6: it
3: is
1: yeah yeah I, i'm I'm trying to uh remember what did you i think you sent me a note that said even what page it's on um yeah yeah i think one maybe 154 for people there you go. i'm sure sh- i'm oh, sure i'm sure folks will be running out to buy it oh you know uh, in part because they want to see what did mosley say in this book but uh well, you and I have had um, a lot of fun over the years talking about the Cowboys. You have known a lot of the great former Cowboys over the years. I've gotten to know some of them. The book is called "Hole in the Roof: The Dallas Cowboys, Clint Murkison Jr., and the Stadium That Changed American Sports Forever." And um, that, and, and it. You are uh, you wrote this with Burke Murkison. And uh, who is one of the sons of of Clint Murkison Jr. And I, I mean, all of this is fascinating to me, uh, Michael. I got to ask, when did when did you? I mean, you've known the Murkison family, I'm sure, for years. And you'll love the fact today, by the way, after a, a, uh, I was playing a set of tennis, and I looked over, and who was walking past but Robert Murkison. Right. And uh, he's, he's become a good friend over the years. But the the Murkison family, what a fascinating group it is. You know, people uh, have read about Clint Murkison, Jr., his father, Clint Murkison, Sr. You've been fascinated with the Cowboys since you were a kid. Uh, oh, and yeah. were you a... Were you a fan of the, of the Dallas Texans first, or were you yes. a fan of the yes. Cowboys first? How did how, Where did your well, fandom uh, begin?
16: You know, I'm an old guy at this point. I just turned um, 71 years old a couple of days ago on the 29th. And uh, I'll tell you my history, Matt, which is w- with the Cowboys, which is kind of directly it's interwoven into the history of the Cotton Bowl. The first football game I ever went to, with my dad, we lived in Pleasant Grove, the Pleasant Grove section of Dallas, and we would go down Sine Road to get to the Cotton Bowl. First one we ever saw was 1959. My dad was a former Navy guy, so he wanted to go see Navy play SMU in the Cotton Bowl. First football game I've ever been to. And I i guess I was, let's see, 59. I would have been in the second grade that year, second grade. So it was pouring rain. And and you may remember this Matt, people who know about going to games at the Cotton Bowl still, I guess. Uh, the what you're at the mercy of the elements, right? You could have rain, you could have cold, yeah. you could have searing heat. So it's pouring rain but we watch um SMU with quarterback by Dandy Don Meredith playing against Navy and SMU won the game. And I mean, I was just I was just you know i was smitten after that i loved football i just could not get enough of football and of course that was the period when i think the first big game on television in the national football league was i believe the 1958 championship game in yankee stadium between the baltimore colts and the new york giants the uh, the colts won the game in what they used to call sudden death overtime or, or just sudden death they didn't have overtime yeah. back but it was a playoff game so they had to play after the end of the fourth quarter to determine who won the game and uh, i believe it was alan amici who scored the winning touchdown for the baltimore colts who were quarterbacked by johnny Unitis. but that event really had uh, the effect of getting the whole nation focused on the National Football League for the first time. In fact, some people call that the greatest game ever played, not the ice Bowl. They call the 58 game in Yankee Stadium that. And uh, so, you know, I see this game in the Cotton Bowl in 59. And then one year later, my third grade year, the beginning of my third grade year, overnight in Dallas, we go from having zero professional football teams to having two we have this brand-new <laughs> expansion team, the Cowboys. And then we have the Dallas Texans, and both teams are owned by the sons of Texas oil giants. As you'll see in my book, there were basically four men who were considered the pillars of big oil in Texas. They were Clint Murkison Sr., whose son, Clint Jr., owned the, founded the Cowboys. Uh, then you had H.L. Hunt, whose son, Lamar Hunt, founded the Dallas Texans and the American Football League, right? And then they moved, of course, after the 62 season and became the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, And then you you had a couple of other guys, Hugh Roy Cullen and Sid Richardson. But these were, you know, oil was a big thing back then. And uh, so it it was not unusual that you would have uh, NFL owners who uh, were connected to the oil business. As they said, yeah, Matt, you know, you but, but, but there's one weird thing about um, uh, uh, about uh, about this. And a couple of public appearances we've made, Matt, there are actually not two, but three current National Football League teams that once made their home in Dallas. This is in our book. Do you know who the third one
1: is? Tech, no, Texas. No, who who is it?
16: Well, that's when the Clint and Jr. story began. In 1952, a team called the Dallas Texans played one season in the Cotton Bowl. It was a disaster. Hundreds of people came to see them play, right? <laughs> and they, they were terrible on the field. They were even worse off the field. They ended the season in bankruptcy. And so Clint saw an opportunity. And he went to the NFL commissioner and said, I really want to buy this team. Dallas is my town. Well, we already have a buyer. And the buyer turned out to be Carol Rosenblum, who purchased the fragments of what was left of this franchise, moved it to Baltimore, and named it the Colts. The Baltimore Colts, who are now the Indianapolis Colts, started out in 1952 in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas.
1: And you say when they started, they were called the Texans. The Dallas Texans. They were there for one season, and if if anybody
16: else wants to read more about them, you can. Um,
17: Texas uh-huh. Monthly
16: did a great article about it once.
1: Um, yeah, yeah, they were here for that's interesting, for one season,
16: and it just didn't yeah. work because you know people were so wired into college football back then.
1: Well, in talking to Michael Granberry, who's written this new book with the son of uh, Clint Murkison Jr., Burke Murkison. A uh, hole in the roof, the Dallas Cowboys, Clint Merkerson Jr., in the stadium that changed American sports forever. Uh, I, I find it fascinating that city leaders have always blocked Dallas from having now, you know, the actual Dallas Cowboys being in Dallas. Even up to Laura Miller, we always, know, you know, it ends up in Arlington, and then back then it was. Uh, and you talk about them in that. I think it was one of the maybe the opening chapter of the book that they mm-hmm. that 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 maybe Clint uh, Merkison Jr. wanted to build that stadium in downtown, and they blocked it. That Texas Stadium ends up going in Irving, and mm-hmm. it, it just. I guess the thought was they just thought it was way too much on the taxpayers and all. But as you detail in the book, what Merkus and Jr. did with that stadium, a Texas Stadium, not only was it iconic. But he had a vision for how to make money off of the stadium and how that would be that would be a big deal and in in some ways, some of his blueprint is still out there for owners today what right. take us back a little bit to how it yeah. how it ended up you know where Texas Stadium ended up because I know uh he would have loved to have built that in downtown, but I think right. There were some things, you know, obviously he didn't want to do it at where the Cotton Bowl is because even at the time they didn't think that much of the Cotton Bowl, did they?
16: No, I, he really wanted – his passion was to have the stadium in downtown Dallas. And it wasn't – I don't believe in his case. I really don't believe that it was such an anti-Cotton Bowl thing. Keep in mind, though, when he first started going public with his desire – to have a new stadium, it was 1966, which coincidentally happened to be their first winning season. I think he probably felt he didn't really have any political capital or credibility or power to get a new stadium the first several seasons because they were a losing team, right? And they didn't draw. And, but then in 66, wow, was it different. I mean, they ended up in the National Football League Championship game against the Packers. The winner got to go to the first Super Bowl against the old Dallas Texans. That would have been really sweet if it could have been the Cowboys. I was at that game January first, 1967. They played this incredible game in the Cotton Bowl against, the, against uh, the Green Bay Packers, a real nail-biter. The Packers won. But that was his first season, when, and he really went hard in 66 in trying to lobby them to get a new stadium in downtown Dallas. And he just felt that downtown was where it was at. That's where stadiums belonged in big cities. And one of the interesting things we found in doing the book, Matt, is that the most successful stadiums in America are the downtown stadiums. You look at that baseball park in San Diego that transformed uh, a previously blighted area of San Diego. Minneapolis is such a delight to visit because you have – All the art, you have the art museum downtown. You have the Great Guthrie Theater, and then you have the NBA, NHL arena. You have a new baseball stadium. You have a new football stadium. You have the arts and sports all right downtown. And Denver is very similar to that. Those, that blueprint has worked very well, but they had no interest. And they, they, part of the problem at the time was that the mayor of Dallas. In 1966 was a guy named Jay Eric Johnson. He had been one of the the real titans of uh, Texas instruments. And a uh, brilliant man. And And people today will say that he is the best mayor that Dallas has ever had. And it's really amazing what he accomplished. Uh, DFW Airport, uh, the new Central Library, the IMP Design City Hall, the Community College Um, system. Um, and, And he did a lot of this in response to the Kennedy assassination, which had happened in 1963. But that also, we have a whole chapter in the book on the assassination. And by the way, some of the best source material in that chapter comes from one Matt Mosley, (laughs) who did, I've written written a ton of stories about the assassination in sports, but wow, you did a great job with a story that you wrote a few years ago. It was fantastic. So I think you're in the footnotes as well. Um, But anyway, (laughs) when felt that the city needed to have this downtown stadium with this
18: incredible
16: new team that he had and that that would help emotionally transform Dallas or help Dallas recover Uh, more than any other thing. As it was, the Dallas Cowboys did help Dallas recover from the stigma of the assassination, but they did so in Irving, which was about in a stadium that was about a mile away from the Dallas City Limits sign. But one of the things he did that kind of blows me away is, I don't know if you know this or not, but he never took a penny, not one penny from taxpayers. The stadium in Irving was, Financed 100% through uh, construction bonds. Like if uh, if you and I uh, had been you know grown-ups at that time and we wanted to you know build, we wanted to get season tickets to the Cowboys. You couldn't just automatically get season tickets. You had to buy a stadium construction bond. I think it was a thousand per seat between the 30 yard lines, and then 250th a seat outside the 30. And that's how they financed the stadium. And as we explain in the book, he ended up, I think it was $15 million short. And he literally got out his checkbook and wrote a check to to come up with the rest of it, right? But that's what they did. And those construction bonds, but this is when we get into something else about the book, Matt. I think the term holding the roof actually has a double meaning. Uh, Clint really did create the prototype of the modern stadium, you know, AT&T Stadium, SoFi Stadium. But as my co-author, his son says, he thinks his dad would be horrified by some of the greed and excesses that have created these stadiums that have kind of followed in the wake of Texas Stadium. And, uh, you know, like, like the stadium construction bond concept, which was pretty innocent in and of itself, led to this new thing they have called the personal seat license, yeah. which are these outrageously expensive uh, things, you know, that that gets you an entree into a modern stadium, right? And uh, plus, I mean, Matt, as you know, we have high school stadiums in Texas with luxury suites now, right? And it's just crazy. Okay, a perfect example, as a journalist, it drives me crazy when I see taxpayers being exploited. The new stadium in Buffalo, New York, $1.5 billion, outdoor stadium, no dome, right, in Buffalo, New York. And I believe the cost is – it's close to 100 uh, percent for taxpayers, right? Taxpayers are going to foot the bill almost entirely. And, you know, I just, I just have problems with that, and uh, – uh, he did create the prototype though he kind of he saw that he felt that stadiums he felt that salaries were going to really kick into high gear which they did he felt the television contract would top out which it did and that owners were going to have to come up with uh, another source of revenue a big revenue stream that would kind of transcend all of that and and that's what turned out to be the stadium
1: well, it's it's all fascinating. And uh, their father, um, you know, the senior Murkison, uh you know, he that was a whole I mean, all of it is just Clint Murkison senior. And, and those uh, oil magnets that you mentioned, uh, that, that they were living a different in, in fact, Jerry Jones, I would say, is more tied to like that crew. Like when you talk about old school and, and, and what Jerry, he is sort of a, uh, a throwback in the sense and kind of how he lives his life. And, and while Merkison Jr., though, all of it's, all, I mean, again, we'll have to save this for another time, but the fact that he went to, went to MIT. Uh, was just brilliant, brilliant guy. And I think you talk about, like, his brother, a completely different thing. Here's Clint Berkison oh, yeah. Jr. Uh, who decides, hey, I, I'm going to I'm gonna own a team. I'm going to do all this other stuff. Maybe he was a little bit more like his dad in the sense that, uh, w- you know, more of a risk taker. And I think it was his brother, I believe his name was John, who right. was just, like, extremely quiet. Um, yeah. you never heard anything about him and yet didn't he own like you know, part of a, a, a major portion of the team and literally, you never knew anything about the guy. Matt, this
16: this is one of the things that blew me away. Burke and, Burke approached me in 2011. That's when we started working on this thing. And when he first told me that his uncle John was a 50, 50 owner with his dad, Clint Jr. I said, what? I mean, Clint, as you know, was considered extremely low profile. The faces that were front were Tex Schramm and Tom Landry, who Clint Jr. had hired to run the team. And he gave them full autonomy, full control. The only thing he ever really got deeply involved in was the stadium. That he saved for himself. But what I couldn't believe, I mean, he you know, Clint Jr. is low profile, but my God, John was like, you, you know, you had no idea he was even there. And he was a 50-50 partner. It wasn't 60-40. It was 50-50. Yeah. And actually, there's an interesting thing we get into in the book, which is Clint Jr. may have made a mistake, in my opinion, in not letting John lobby the city for a new downtown stadium. They love John. He was on all the boards. He was – he had a totally different personality, one that fit in much better with theirs, and who knows? He might have been able – if that had been his task, he might have been able to pull it off, but I I couldn't believe he was a 50-50 owner.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, this is going to be uh, exciting. I know there's some events coming up. I was just looking at one at uh, at one of the Jewish organizations in Dallas. Uh, is that over at the JCC? Where, uh, that, that's yeah, coming up one, on one thing December to, 12th.
16: One thing I wanted to tell your listeners about, Matt, is this Sunday – uh, our book, uh, uh, an excerpt of our book, is the cover story in the Arts and Life section of the Dallas Morning News, the, the section that I write for. And we have a great shot on the cover, and uh, we have a two-page spread inside. And at the end of that article, there, uh, it gives you the details on okay. three different findings, Thursday, December 8th at the Hall of State in Fair Park, um Monday the twelfth we'll be at the Jewish Community Center of Dallas. And then on Tuesday the thirteenth, we'll be at the City of Irving Archives and Museum. So we have three right. different findings in three different parts of town. But please, I really want you and the listeners to check out the Arts and Life section of the Dallas Morning News on Sunday. It's a great layout, a great spread, and they were they were so okay. good to us. I appreciate it so much.
1: Well, and it's great. The- the uh, the book is Hole in the Roof, the Dallas Cowboys' Clint Murkison, Jr., and the stadium that changed American sports forever. Michael, proud of you. Your wife's only written like 21 books, but now uh, uh, Nancy Chernin, the famous uh, – uh, children's author and and love nancy and your whole family uh but uh thanks for doing this today and and folks if they want to sign up and and maybe get ahead of the action here this uh they can do it via amazon i would imagine this is going to be at a lot of different bookstores and that kind of thing oh but yeah the one is,
16: the is, is, i would recommend that's done great for us is in terabang books in dallas on west lovers lane
18: OK,
16: they are going to be handling the sale at the Hall of State, but they will have the book. So if you go to Interabang Books on Lover's Lane, you can get it. And uh, but, Matt, I I want to say, you know, at the end here, I want to say thank you so much. Uh, You know, your friendship means so much to me. And I think the world of you and I really appreciate this. And, uh, you know, I not only appreciate you so much, but I just get a kick out of listening to you. I think (laughs) you you need to go into stand-up comedy when you get done with
1: this. (laughs) Well, thank you for those kind words, and we're very excited about your book. Thank you, Michael. We'll, uh, We'll talk to you soon.
16: Okay, I can't wait to see you. I'd love to see you sometime soon. It's been a while.
1: So. You bet. Let's do it. There he goes. Michael Granberry from the Dallas Morning News has his brand new book out about Clint Merkison Jr. of the Dallas Cowboys. Let's visit with Tom Barfield next as we get you ready uh, for Mart tonight. And Love Lady, we'll talk about it next.
11: It's time now for the Baylor Sports
15: Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
10: Hi, right, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball advances to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Plus, Baylor Men's Basketball takes on Gonzaga tonight here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
4: This holiday season, shop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the Big Finish sales event, get amazing deals on new 2022 Ram trucks. Designed to be durable, functional, and stylish, Ram trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can build the custom truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in, wrap up some of the best deals of the year on Ram trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco.
15: Follow Baylor Volleyball all season on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor VBall.
11: Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice art club, driver's ed, dating graduation five years of college. Mom, this is Ted, wedding bells, and suddenly. Mom!
17: <laughs> Live fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877 farm Bureau.
11: Discounts may vary by situation.
15: Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris.
10: And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball, the number 15 national seed, knocked off Stephen F. Austin last night in a sweep, 3-0 over the Lady Jacks. To advance to the second round of the NCAA tournament. Baylor now back in action tonight, 7 p.m., in the Farrell Center, hosting the Rice Owls. The broadcast on Big 12 Now on ESPN. Meanwhile, tonight here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, the sixth ranked Baylor men's basketball team takes on number 14 Gonzaga in the inaugural Peacock Classic. Here is Baylor head coach Scott Drew talking about the Bears looking to rebound from the loss to Marquette, taking on Gonzaga.
5: Well, the good thing is we've been able to come here, and uh, uh, you got you got snow outside. Uh, but they've made the gym available. So we've gotten a lot of shots, uh, got a good time together where we've been able to hopefully improve some areas. And that's why you play good teams in the non-conference uh, uh, to learn about yourself, learn what you have to w- grow in, what you have to improve in. And uh, a lot of times uh, uh, you find out on national TV. So uh, hopefully we're better defensively tonight. Um, hopefully we take care of the ball better tonight. And uh, most of all, hopefully we bounce back, get a win. We did it against UCLA. Uh, Gonzaga, obviously, is going to be excited to play us. Uh, cost him their perfect season. Cost him a national championship. Uh, at the same time, you have the number one offense versus the number two defense. Excuse me, number one offense versus number two offense in the country. And uh, both of us are still trying to improve our, our defensive identities. And whoever does that uh, uh, probably will have a better chance of winning tonight. Yeah.
10: In a rematch of the 2021 National Championship game, it's Baylor and Gonzaga tonight from here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. On the air at 6:30, tip off at 7 here on ESPN, Central Texas. Television tonight, streaming on Peacock. And Baylor Women's Basketball back in action Sunday afternoon, 2 o'clock in the Farrell Center, hosting Houston Christian. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great weekend. More Monday. I'm John Morris.
7: Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central
8: Texas. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Barnum Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric,
3: Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB, Your Bank for Life, and Hometown Construction.
15: Coach, coming off a 41-3 win over Risa last Friday night, another impressive effort from your team, especially against... A team that you've already played earlier in the year. I know sometimes that can be difficult.
17: Yes, uh, you know, and a much improved team at that. Uh, they, uh, from the time that we played them earlier in the year till uh, till last week, uh, they they're much improved. Uh, I thought I was very impressed with uh, with them defensively, and they and offensively. I thought they even got uh, better in their run game. So yeah, much improved.
15: You talk about that run game for Riesel. That's their bread and butter. And you were able to shut that down pretty well.
17: Well, uh, it, it took us a while to get started. They uh, they had a 20-play drive the first quarter. They opened the drive. They took it all the way down, and and uh, we kept them out of the end zone. They kept the field goal. from, But from that point on, we kind of held them in check. I think we got refocused and adjusted a few things and uh, really pleased with our defensive effort. Uh, first half, uh, much better than the second half. And then, uh, of course, offensively, we uh, – Really played well, I thought, especially in the second
15: half. Now tonight you continue the playoffs against a very good Toller team that has put up some really big numbers so far in the playoffs, including against a very good Marlin team a couple of weeks ago.
17: Right, Uh, they're very, very talented. Uh, They're running back Peyton Brown, just a sophomore, a big kid that's probably run for over twenty-seven hundred yards already this year, and I don't know how many touchdowns he's uh, he's their. their workforce, and uh, they're very good up front. The quarterback's very good in the pass game. uh, He's involved in the quarterback read game as well. And they're very talented receivers. So there's no weaknesses on offense. Defensively, they are very aggressive. Uh, They're very sound. They're fundamentally sound. Uh, They run well. They tackle well. So, you know, it'll be a big challenge this week because they are a very talented ball club.
7: ESPN Central Texas.
8: Yes.
7: Find sports news. Streaming and show podcast at com.
18: Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosky, Coriel, and McLennan Counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Boskyville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employee is at Security Bank of Crawford, member FDIC and equal housing lender.
14: Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook.
9: I'm Ward Weintz ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Baylor football making some changes ahead of the bowl game. Defensive coordinator Ron Robertson, and safeties coach Ronnie Wheat are gone. No word on who will call the defense for the upcoming bowl game for the Bears. Big 12 championship tomorrow. TCU and Kansas State at AT&T Stadium. 11 a.m. kickoff. UMHB back home for round three of the Division I playoffs hosting Bethel University. 11.30 pregame and a noon kickoff. You can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Baylor volleyball versus Rice in the NCAA. Tournament tonight, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Vader basketball tonight versus Gonzaga, tip at 7, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Mark Panthers tonight versus Lovelady, pregame at 6 30 on 1590 and 99.3 FM, and Crawford versus toler pregame
7: at 6 30 on 104.9 FM. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: is the uh, matt mosley show espn central texas on a friday evening you heard it volleyball going on lots with baylor football high school football uh this evening and uh, our own tom barfield has made his way to uh college station i like the music my gosh got some r&b in the background is that, that Coach it's, Tusa's playlist? What is that? That's Johnny Tusa's cell phone that we're getting all those tunes
4: off of. So, yes, it is his playlist for all those fine songs that you're hearing in the background
1: here at Tigerland Stadium in College Station, Texas. Tigerland Stadium. I love it. And, uh, ooh, that's another favorite of mine. Earlier today, uh, Tom, I hope you and uh, Coach Tusa were listening at some point. I did uh, uh, belt out some of the lyrics to uh, a favorite called bust a move and uh I,
18: hey, I coach was tusa able to
4: that's one of your favorites isn't it bust a move all-time
18: favorites <laughs> in the top 10 there <laughs> I think that's, uh, after, after my first knee surgery <laughs> <laughs> i didn't tusa. bust any moves then i guarantee you
1: no, no. Coach Tusa was, uh, in fact, he was busting moves back in his days at, <laughs> at uh, Grant Taft football camp.
2: That's
12: I met right.
1: Coach Tusa's brother here a couple of years ago at the uh, Byron Nelson tournament. What a yep. dandy that guy is. And, yes, and I saw that last name and I just thought, hmm. And it has to it be, doesn't it? Can't, yeah, can't be yeah. many
18: of them. <laughs> can't be many of them out
1: there. Uh, what a guy and uh, what a family the Tos are. Okay guys, I mean we're getting we're getting closer and closer to uh, kickoff and man, these are some great matchups this time of year. We were talking Crawford earlier. Crawford and Toler getting it on. but mm-hmm. your ball game tonight, I mean, the only thing I would say is Martin Lovelady. Uh, are, are getting it on, and, and of course, that will be a Tigerland Stadium right there in College Station. Mart, I had to look back at all their scores, Tom. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's been a long time. I think it was Centerville. Was it Centerville or something? Centerville, I mean, a game. yeah. Yeah, yeah, or early, early, uh, earlier in the season, and they escaped with, I think, a 21-20 victory. It's been a while since they've been pushed what are we expecting from this love lady team because I I got to think this is not going to be uh, some kind of blowout situation I, I wouldn't think so either and uh,
4: even though Mart has the number one winning, differential in the entire state of texas they win their games by an average of 55 points which is from six man to six a that's the best in the state but tonight i think it's going to be a different deal you got Mart at 13 and 0 coach and you got uh love lady at 12 and 0 and this is a very talented love lady team and they've got a couple of fine running backs in davion skinner and of course their, their quarterback sean easterling when they get past the line of scrimmage they can get going downhill they're they're a, they're a
18: load yeah one of the uh one of the uh, big uh, big deals tonight is the fact that uh, Martin's beaten these guys the last two years I think and uh, there comes a point in time where you get tired of that and uh, you have really a, uh, a focus uh, like none other and uh, that's that that's going to be a little bit of a concern but and coupled with the fact that as, as Tom mentioned that we they've got two guys that can uh, Uh, handle the ball really well run the ball really well and one of them is rather large the other one's rather quick so uh, it's going to be a real test for Mark tonight I you know uh, I've always said Matt, you never know what night you play for the state championship and this could very well be the night uh, for the Mark Panthers you never know
1: well that's interesting and you do never know and uh, talking to coach Tusa Tom Barfield as they prepare for this game They appear to be between songs there. I was kind of getting into that. Uh, (laughs) Hang on. The battery on his cell phone
4: went out. Hang on a second. Let me fix that for you. I'll get you a tune or two coming. Hang on. Uh, There it goes.
18: Can you sing that song far, far away? (laughs) (laughs) Or after I'm gone? (laughs) I'm telling you. Well,
1: I mean, I love it. Uh, These games tonight and every, you know, when you get to this point, I'm looking at some of the matchups, and everybody's like 13 and 0 or 12 and 0, and and so you don't get this far without being really, really good. Even at the low, you know, lower level at Class 1A, Abbott at 13 and 0, Mertz and uh, Erion County uh, at 12 and 0. I mean, this is you talk about getting it on. These are some big teams. Now, I was reading, Coach, you could speak to this. Uh, they said Mart might have one of its best O lines. Of all time. And that's saying something. I mean, they've had some really good fronts there. But uh, given the fact that they've thrown for a ton of yards, they run for it, they're a balanced offense, how good is this uh, this offensive line for Mark?
18: Well, it's funny that you asked that, Matt. We, we were discussing that on the way up here. I was telling Tom that uh, I thought that Mark on both, both lines, offensive and defensive lines, are as good as, as we've seen. Uh, uh, in this classification, I, you don't you don't score like that. Uh, you don't uh, put up the numbers they put up without having a uh, a offensive line that is uh, that uh, is working in, in in concert with each other, uh, and, and that's that's the big key. And then uh, you can flip it to the other side. They've got a defensive line that's just been uh virtually yeah. unpenetrable. They have really in, Excuse uh, me? They've done the job. So uh <laughs> <laughs>
4: He uses some words, Matt. You gotta get it. you gotta have a dictionary handy.
18: Sneak one. Yeah. I can't sneak one by him, but you know, I, I think you're I think you're right on target. I don't I don't think there's a successful running back uh without a successful offensive line. Case in point, I coach I coached Walter Abercrombie at university high school when I was a senior. Uh when he was a senior, not me. Uh, but uh he didn't have a very good offensive line, so a three or four yard run for him was really good. Of course, then he goes to Baylor and gets behind a really good line and uh, makes it makes it to the NFL. So uh, you don't you've got to have people get you past the line if you're a good runner, and then of course uh, who you are on your own is uh, uh, comes comes into play once once you're in the clear. But uh, yeah. they do have probably for Class Double A. They probably have as fine a a line as as there is in the state. And uh, uh, I think uh, if this game is to be won tonight, uh, they're going to have to win it up front.
1: All right. Well, the next time you're on, uh, Coach, let's talk about what Bob Fix was feeding some of those linemen over there. Okay? We, we, you mean we, uh,
18: other than handing them a growl towel?
1: That's right. That's right. I'm not sure that's all he was doing over there. Hey, guys, have a great have a great call. Uh, very excited about this tonight in um, in in 993 fifteen ninety a.m. I mean, this is going to be really fun, and uh, look forward to the call. Thanks for joining me.
4: All right. Uh, have a good evening. Thanks uh thanks for
18: having us. Thanks for having us, Pat. Have a you good bet. evening.
1: All right, there he goes. Coach Tusa and uh, Tom Barfield doing their thing. All right, we have to uh we got to get ready because we got all this high school and we got uh, Baylor basketball coming up. Uh, next
7: is the Dismount. Your first word in sports. Game time. Weekdays 7 to 9
5: on ESPN Central Texas.
11: This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie?
13: Imagine even more in video Calling,
11: sharing, every memory. so happy together Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30. Only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third-monthly payment. See store for details.
0: When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion. Electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done.
7: ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. The Cowboys Update, weekdays at 725 a.m. and 4.50 p.m. is brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac.
14: Realtor with Cole, Baker Apex to find my website, Facebook and more.
3: Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho.
7: Stay close. The dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas.
4: BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services. Whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out, their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel. Up- Rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254 292
13: 8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services. Your need is our priority. 292 8908. Your need is our priority.
7: It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, um, man, so much going on, and um, tonight, high school basketball. We've got uh, Baylor volleyball to try to advance in the NCAA tournament, hosting um, the Rice Owls this evening um, at the uh, Farrell Center, and then, of course, uh, we just talked to Tom and and uh, Coach Tusa. Uh, Mart versus Lovelady there at Tigerland Stadium at 7 p.m., 99.3, and then 15.90 a.m., and then um, Abbott and Mertz and uh, Erion County getting it going, um, and then China Spring tonight, so much incredible football Uh, And we're so excited to bring a lot of this to you. And, of course, Crawford and Toler listen to uh, Fonville and uh, Nesbitt on the call there. Uh, And that'll be exciting as well. 104.9. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. And uh, thank you, Aaron. We'll talk to you on Monday at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody.
7: It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency.
10: Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. My name is Check of Big 12 Football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz.